0: Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries Podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries Podcast. Put your hands on your feet, sp- I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Everybody stand up. Everybody stand up. Everybody shout out like an army. Ready? Say, I'm a, believer. I'm a believer. I have an alert mind. I have an alert mind a, receptive spirit, a receptive spirit. An attentive heart. And, and active faith. And active faith. My, life is full of energy. My life is full of energy. I know that the Lord has something for me today. I, know the Lord has something for me today. I believe it. I believe I'm, ready it. To receive. I'm ready to receive. His grace is more than enough. His grace is sufficient for me. His grace is sufficient for me. What, I what I receive today from the Holy Scriptures, from the Holy Spirit, from the, Spirit, from the, Spirit, from the, Lord, from the Lord, will change my life forever. My life forever. Now, if you, if you have your prayer language, go ahead and use it. If you, if you pray in English, pray in English. Today, I take authority over every affliction, every pain, Every physical pain that is in people's body, not in my name, but in the name of the Lord that bought me, I take authority over that affliction, that pain, that limitation, that constraint. I command it to take its hands off of you, relatives, friends, loved ones, and I declare that today the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened every willing heart would be able to receive supernaturally and miraculously from the Lord. We will not leave the way we came in Jesus' name. Come on, let's thank the Lord. If you have your Bible, if you have your Bible on, on technology, if you have your Bible on... Uh, you know, your iPhone, iPad, iPod, whatever, hold hold it up above your head, and everyone at home, join together with me, you're not at home, you're here, by way way of platform and and technology and participation, even those of you that are on vacation uh, this weekend, We, we just Celebrate together. Say, this is, the word of God. this is the word of God. Oh, come on. Shout it like an army. This is the word of God. One more time. This is the word of God. Not, an Not an opinion. Not tradition. Not, tradition. Not, subject, to Not subject to debate. He's alive. He's alive. He, said it. he said it. I believe, it. I believe it. And that it. And that settles it. I believe I am who he says I am. I can do what he said I can do, and I have what he says I have. Now, if you believe it, set the Bible down, lift your hands and your voices and shout the victory into every condition, every circumstance, with your brothers and sisters all over the world. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Okay, let's please be seated and I'm going to try to share with you a very powerful word in a a very simple simple manner and um, something that we can live off of. And, um, you know, the Lord, uh, the word himself said to us, That he is the bread that came down from heaven. So very important to know. That you and I. Do not live. By bread alone. Or by natural food. Alone. Um, Thank you for your enthusiasm. And. um, I'm going to try this side. We don't live a. Food alone. But the Lord explained, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. I want to start by drawing your attention to the fact that the livingness, living of the believers... Is impacted by the proceeding word of God. When we look at the sacred scriptures, we're not reading only 2,000 years of spiritual energy, inspiration, and power delivered to us, to the believers, 2,000 years ago. But we're also reading and preaching and receiving the very living word. Very important to know that his word is life to those that find it. And health to how much of our flesh. And, and so the word of God is health. Is life and health. So it's very important to know that when he said we do not live by bread alone. He's also talking about natural things. In his own personal experience, Christ Jesus our Lord was tested on our behalf. He had to be, you know, as much human as if he was not the word and as much divine as if he was not human. So in his humanity, how many believe he resisted temptation by the very decision not to affiliate with it. So when evil came knocking on his door. Christ did not open the door of his life and say. Oh I like that. Or that's part of me. Or that's the way I am. No. He knew where he came from. And what his personality liked and disliked. Well you and I need to learn. What our new personality is. And what we like according to our salvation. And what we dislike according these uh, things that come against our victory how many of you thank God for ministers that can feed you the word of God that is relevant how many of you are not willing to put off the victory of the Lord until his second coming but you're willing to live in victory today and live in victory every day so that you can enjoy life according to God I don't even know why anybody would attend church I don't know why anybody would attend any religion for that matter if it did not benefit to the transformation of their humanity. But I'm telling you Christ did not come to our life to leave us the way we were. He broke the power of damnation off of our life and birthed us into a kingdom. So the life of God Lives in you. How many can say amen to that? Amen. All right. You may be seated for a moment. You understand what I'm saying? It's very important to know that, that, that when, when the Lord resisted the enemy. And he said, man does not live by bread alone. But by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. Every area of the temptations um, recorded in the wilderness or in the solitary place the Lord resisted them as substandard and obeyed the father as the standard do you see that by doing that he returned in the power of the spirit by doing that also by saying man does not live by bread alone but by every word that proceedeth right now there's a word for you it can go over your head It could go around you. It could not apply to now for you. You have the will. And you have the decision making ability. But if this word. Is not another word. And this meeting. Is not another meeting. But this is an appointment. For you to receive from God. Something that will transform. The very climate of your home, of your marriage, of your family, of your business, of your church, of your ministry, of your conduct. Then grab that thing today because the answers of heaven are greater than the resistance of the adversary. I'm talking to victors. I'm talking to conquerors. I'm talking to the body of Christ, the church of the living God, the kingdom of heaven on earth. Mm. You may be seated. Excuse me a little bit. I'm just... Just a little bit... uh, I'm going to have to have you, I'm going to want to have you read a portion of scripture with me. I'll tell you when to stop. Turn with me in the um, epistle to the Hebrews and the epistle of St. Paul to the Hebrews. Or if you choose the writer to the Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 2. Is that all right? Mm. Mm. Start with verse 3 if you can Because otherwise you know how the, the sacred writ is and we'll just end up going backwards and backwards and backwards. We, we don't know where to start. I mean, actually, chapter 2 shouldn't have been entitled chapter 2 because it starts with therefore. You, you know what I mean. The, the, cap, the chapter divisions and the, the verse uh, addresses were placed later. The original is just complete and you read the whole thing and I think that's very important for us to know. How many like to read the whole thing? Yeah. But let's, let's look at this, and I want you to join us. We're reading with verse 3 in chapter 2, the um, epistle to the Hebrews. Ready? Go. Go. If you notice, we're just pulling these verses... Not out of context, but bringing them to the forefront. Later, you can read chapter 1, chapter 2. You go down the line all the way through the epistle... If you'd like to do that. Um, He prefaced this by talking about... uh, The distinction between Christ... Being um, an uncreated, living, eternal word of God. Are you listening to me? And he's saying... Uh, To which of the angels did he say at any time the things he said to Christ? So we see in the first chapter that the Godhead, God, is saying Christ is not a created being. He's not an angelic being. He he is Lord of all. How many believe that? Say amen. If you believe Jesus is Lord, shout yes. yes. So that's what he says in the first chapter. Then he goes on to the second chapter and he talks about... The, um, the law of Moses, he begins by talking about the law which we received as human beings that had a covenant by the disposition of angels and could not keep it. Did someone say could not keep it? Yeah. Now the reason we could not keep the law, although the law was perfect, is because we were not perfect or we were not right. So the word of God doesn't leave that to our imagination. The word of God through the teaching of the apostle Paul clarifies that. And he said, finding fault with them. He said, I will make another covenant with you. Not according to the covenant that I made with them. When I led them by the hand out of the land of Egypt. Are you listening to me? But I'm going to make a new covenant with you. I'm going to write my laws in your hearts and in your minds. And I'm going to live in... How many... No, that's the word of God in Hebrews. Wave at me if you know. We can go there. But I'm going to wait till some shouters show up. Let let, let me tell you something. Good ground is granted by God's grace. This is what he said. He said, I'm going to give you... I'm going to take away the stony heart. I'm going to give you a heart of flesh God will grant you the kind of heart That can grab the seed And produce a harvest That's the church That's the house of God That's the family of the redeemed Glory to God Glory to God Glory to God Glory to God I said glory to God I'm going to give you a believing heart. I'm going to give you a humble heart. I'm going to give you a willing heart. I'm going to give you a heart dependent upon God and his ability. And you'll never have to live in disappointment. I will be with you. I will be in you. I will be upon you. I will be for you. I will defend you against your enemies. I'll renew your strength by the eagle. I'll cause you to mount up. You'll run like you've never run before. It is an eternal covenant I'm making with you, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do what you couldn't do for yourself. I'm gonna take that heart of stone that you fell into in your, uh, from in your ancestry in Adam and Eve's fault, and I'm gonna bury it's dominion over you and it's tyranny over you I'm going to crucify it I'm going to bury it and I'm going to rise up on behalf of you as a new man so that you can be a new man a new woman a new body (laughs) glory to God Hallelujah. hallelujah praise be to God Are you there? Yes. Sit down a minute. How many of you are scholars here? We'll follow it later. But I'm going to make a new covenant with you. Well, why? Well, because the old one that was given at the dis- by the disposition of angels, you couldn't keep. The righteousness of the old one said, he that doeth them shall live by them. The problem is, none doeth them. <laughs> and Actually, when we go to the 11th chapter of Hebrews, if you're a Christian today... Let me hear your voice. Because don't wait until half hour from now to vote whether or not you like me. I don't care whether you like me or not. I've been sent by heaven to minister to your life. So don't wait. Are you listening to me? You can vote now. Get in or get out or you're going to get run over you know, you know how it goes how many of us are believers yes. thank you thank you for for responding to the power of God and, and here is what it is if you're a child of God if you've been inducted if you've been immersed if you've been uh, born of God into this family universal family into this body of believers that follow the lordship of Christ and believe the word of the living God and worship God. Right? Yes. Yes. Then, then you understand that even in the 11th chapter of Hebrews. Where he, he goes on in the same epistle and he talks about um, the, the, the understanding of how things in the natural are. Now can I talk to the world? in the natural I don't have to be a prophet to know that you're going to run into things that contradict his call over your life you're going, to, you're going to see some things in the word of God that you desire to fulfill and there's going to be at your end an inability in your humanity and you're going to need that ability to be given to you by the Lord and that grace that the Lord utilizes to give you the ability can either be resisted I can can be determined to be only human no Lord I can't do that but I want to do that so I sing to be like Jesus to be like Jesus all I ask is to be like him I could sing it till the Lord returns and never allow him to make me more like him because I'm insistent on the fact that humanity is depraved well wait a minute how depraved are you? are you so depraved that when you accepted Christ you killed him? (laughs) or are you depraved till you accepted Christ and then he raised you? are you alive in the Lord? In him you live and move and have your being. You are more than a conqueror. You're a dead man raiser, a sick man healer, a miracle worker, a God pleaser. Hallelujah. And and you see, when the Lord starts ministering to you, how many of us here can find faults on your end? You can sit down. How many of us, you can find faults on your end? If you examine yourself, you can find some things that you could do better in. But then if you're really a believer, you can say, well, I can't do better by my own ability because even if I did, then I would take the credit for it. But now if I let the Lord get in on what I do, it won't be just what I do. It'll be who's doing it in me. Then all of a sudden what I do becomes transferable. Somebody's going to want to follow. Somebody's going to want to imitate. Somebody's going to want to believe. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Are you following? Alright, you may be seated. So, so if you notice the 11th chapter of Hebrews, when the Lord begins to explain to us. He shows us literally the superiority of his realm to our realm. How many would like for me to tell you where? Yes. No, he said by faith or by the, by the faith we understand that the worlds were framed or put into Creation by the Word of God. How many believe that's the truth? So that the things which are were not made of the things which. So the invisible Word of the Living God is so relevant that He does not only say what He's gonna do, He does what He says. So his words are creative and by understanding that the word is created uh, all things we understand that from the invisible realm God um, released his intention with performance and there was an immediacy of the eons. According to the 11th chapter of Hebrews as well as the cosmos or the universe And there was a creation made by the living Word of God And we who believe do not look to the stars and the planets as if we have to worship the universe We know the maker of the universe We know the maker of heaven and earth We know the one that bought us We know the one that became a man to give his life for us Hallelujah Hallelujah and we worship him because he's superior to the planet. He's greater than your opposition. Greater than your enemies. Greater than your challenges. Greater than your circumstances. He's greater than what the opinion of your enemies are or the disapproval of your uh, relatives or, or near kin. They might look at you and think, what happened to you? I know a friend of mine years ago... One pastor and, is it okay if I talk to you today yes. haven't seen you for a little bit yes. I love you, love you now, I guarantee you not everybody said that <laughs> so I'm gonna give you another chance I love you, love you hallelujah hallelujah Pastor Christie, you getting anything out of this? Yes, <laughs> and um, he pastors in um, um, New York, New Jersey. He's a bishop in New York, New Jersey. In, uh, New Jersey. He happened to be Italian. Ha- has the funniest sense of humor. I was having a meeting with Dr. Robin in in his church. And, um, you know, when, when, when we go and minister, just like here, we just do whatever the Lord says. So I never accept any invitations of Charlie anywhere, ever, if I'm told you can do this and you can't do that. Now, I do sometimes make an exception, and I have an hour to work with, and so I stay within that hour if I make an exception to accept a meeting. But if normally, if we're paying for the expenses and we're going, not asking anything in return, then if I don't have, to have time to waste. Do you see how I stuttered at that one? That's the worst thing I could ever think of, wasting time. And so, of course, he's a wonderful man and he said, you do whatever... The Lord tells you to do. And um, we had tremendous miracles. And I won't bore you with a lot of them. But one of the nights we were at the, at the, at the meeting. I was laying hands on people. And uh, setting them free. And it was in the area of deliverance also and healing. And we had gone past the line. And I hear in the back... This lady on the floor, she's going like that. She's on the floor. I won't get on the floor, but imagine the floor. And she's going, no, no, no. And I'm going, well, yeah. She's probably getting set free. And she said, and, and so she just said, no, devil, 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 get the bleep. And she used, well, she actually used the word hell. Get the out of my life. Out loud, out loud in the middle of the church. Now, how many of us don't like that? I mean, I don't want people cussing in my meeting. But I didn't tell her to. So I ran back to her because I didn't know what she was going to say next. You know, you start with one word, you just, you know... But what was happening, obviously, I knew this woman was going through some challenges that were trying to constrain her Christianity. She wanted to do better in God, but she knew her adversary was not leaving her alone. This is why International Miracle Institute is essential for your life of victory in this world that you live in. You have an enemy, but you have an ally that is greater than your enemy. Greater is he that is in you and I than he that is in the world. And, uh, and, and, you know, she said, she said that and I came back and hit, hit her, slapped her on the forehead. And I said, lady, lady, stop. You can't cuss the church out, uh, the devil out in church. And I looked over at the pastor and his wife and they, they normally had the greatest sense of humor. The, the greatest sense of humor. And uh, and he was just stiff as a board. Like looking straight ahead. So was his wife. I was like, what is wrong with them? So, because I, I, I hit her on the forehead like, Lady, lady, lady. Because she's still going. Ha, ha, ha. You know, I'm going. Anything is bound to come out now. So... I said, stop, you can't cuss the devil out in church because I knew she was getting set free. Do you have any ebony or ivory in front of you? You got some, mm-hmm. and so we had we had the meeting, and we went back in, into the office. It was probably around one in the morning by then, and I went back in the office and I walked in his office. And when I was walking in, he was he put his Bible on the on the on the desk and said, "Yep, yep, <laughs> devil." get the hell out of my life he said that was my sister true story before God he said I just hired her to be the principal over a Christian school and all the kids and their parents were here tonight And so he said, What do I do? I said, Just tell them she got delivered. It's a good time to sign up your kids. The principal has been set free. Glory, Glory to God. Just hired her. Just hired her. (laughs) But when we look at the 11th chapter of Hebrews, not only does he reveal to us that his word is creative, but he reveals to us that it's through his faith that he gives us that we understand and we can comprehend, believe, and we have no doubt about the method of creation. And the agent of creation and his authority over his creation. Isn't that true? Then he goes on through the 11th chapter. And he talks about the heroes of faith. And he literally tells us that through faith and by faith and through faith and by faith. The entire chapter. Not one place that he, does he say by perfect keeping of the law. Not, not not, not, Abraham, not Moses, not anybody was able to do with them that he may live by them because all have sinned and what? Come short of the glory of God. So now we... Why did I mention that? Because when Christ came, he came to do something in us and that something was to take us from that righteousness which we could not obtain or should I use the word independence from the tyranny that we could not gain for ourselves the tyranny of the enemy your enemy the invisible devil does not like you he does not want you to be liked and he does not want you to like and love other people are you listening to me love is a characteristic of God It's the fruit of the Spirit. When God gives us love and He did, then that love is beyond sympathy and beyond empathy. That love tells the truth, but that love does not wound into destruction. That love brings healing to every wound and eradication to every irritation. It's the truth, right? So the kind of love that doesn't pour salt in it. Amen. That's so good. It's beyond me right now. I hope somebody's taking a note to give it to me later. But here's what the word of God said. Said the righteousness, which is of the law, the righteousness that humanity went about to establish is always talking about an absent God. Now I'm paraphrasing hit someone say he's paraphrasing. So listen, always talking about an absent God. It's not enough to believe. The devils also believe and tremble. So the righteousness which is of, of, the, of the works, of the law, the righteousness that humanity will go about to try to establish for itself is always saying, who's going to go up to heaven To bring Christ down from above. He's allegorically telling us. Who's going to descend into the deep. Or bring Christ again from the dead. He's allegorically telling us. That whenever we get into. Just our stuff. And forget about the presence of God. Are you listening to me? Then he's so far away from our ability. To comprehend. Then we live in the middle of. Unsolvable circumstances. He says but the righteousness. Which is a faith. Glory be to God speaks on this wise say not in your heart who will ascend up to heaven that is to bring Christ from heaven or down from above or who will descend into don't say that say don't say that or who will descend into the deep that is to bring Christ again from the dead but what saith it the word is near you the word that made the universe the word that made the eons the word that made you while you were in your mother's womb the, wor- the word that won the victory and the salvation for you and I the word that supplied us with a participation and new creation reality and a new heart that is a heart of flesh of sensibility and sensitivity the word of the living God is near me it's in my heart and in my mouth that's the word of faith which we preach He's not absent. He's with you. He's among us. He's in us. If you're a believer, he's greater than what's coming against you. What the enemy's tried for your life, what he has tried to imprison you or contain you with, will be broken. Move out of your way. And my God will supply according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Mm. isn't that powerful so when we one thing we need to grab as the church as the house of God the greatest I call it the greatest nation on earth the greatest nation in the world is the body of Christ because the body of Christ can become a blessing to any nation Thank God that we are in this nation. Thank God that he has placed the hub. Thank God that we've reached out already to every nation under heaven. And we're not stopping or slowing down. We're rising up to educate and elevate men and women of God in the first century faith. And the International Miracle Institute so that believers can move according to God's will in our lives. Amen. And um, you, you're you're getting anything out of that? Yes. So he tells us that he's going to make a new covenant with with because he found fault with them. He he gave us a law that is perfect, and finding fault with them. Well, of course, our hearts were hearts of what? Okay. So so Christianity is not just you know signing my name on the roll. And being baptized in the name of the Father, Son, the Holy Ghost, in Jesus' name. and, And having hands laid on me and believing and confessing. And just having that experience, putting down the date. And walking about my business, still a deprived human being. Still a worm. Still a wretch. Still like I, as if I had bought a ticket to heaven and I'm going to get there despite the fact that I don't resemble any citizen up there. That's not how it works. When you get in the body of Christ, God begins to work on the inside of you and changing you and transforming you and forgiving your sins and washing you clean, renewing your mind and enabling you to walk in the authority and the ability of Almighty God. And in this world, there's not an enemy. There's not a weapon. There's not a devil. There's not a hater. There's not anybody that can overcome the body of Christ because we come in the peace of God that passes all. And that's just a fact. We come in the peace of God that passes all understanding. And uh, just as Christ went up, we will go up. If he delays and tarries and, um, and uh, we have to go up by way of a day of resurrection, we're still going up. If we're still alive and remain and we are caught up together with them in the clouds, we're still going up so so we never go down we always go up I said we're going up I said when you signed up you started going up you are the head not the tail you're going over not under God started something in your life hallelujah and nothing in this world is, is worth trading it away you have begun hallelujah you, you've begun a good he's begun a good work in you and he that has begun a good work in you is able to perform it against that day. Amen. Amen. Alright, so, so the heart, we had a heart of stone. God said, I'm going to give them a heart of flesh. I'm going to put my laws or my word in their heart and in their mind. What does that mean? I'm going to make them the living tabernacles of my word. See, I can't live, leave that word on the page. And carry this book like a charm under my arm. I don't wear charms for protection. Are you listening to me? You know, I may, I may wear my faith differently than most people do. But it's not because, you know, I'm afraid of Dracula. No, I just want you to know something. When you're born of God, you're a credit to any area. Any professional area, any medical area, any any educational area, any field that you're involved with, you're a blessing to the value that is monetary. In this world, you're a blessing because you bring the heavenly over into the earthly. But you're a member of a kingdom. You're a member of a family, and that kingdom or that family um, desires to see the will of God, which is preservation for people and salvation for people, done on earth as it is in heaven. This is what we pray, isn't it? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So my job as a man of God is to keep preaching to you his will. And see the only thing that will make you stagger at his will is unbelief. Because the bigger God declares it, the more willing he is to lift up your faith to the level of receiving it. But if you immediately think and keep on thinking of yourself differently. Then what the Lord has called you, then when he promises exceeding great and big promises, you're going to say they can't be for me and or they can't be for now. But they are for you. The Lord didn't make a mistake. When the Lord called you, he did not make a mistake. And he wasn't looking for a handout. When the Lord called me, he didn't say, "Oh, I'd, I'd be so happy and I'll be better off if I got you, Christian." No, no, no. He called me despite my deficiencies. He called me because of His desire to use me in a way that I could never imagine Him using me before. Hallelujah! And you're not here by accident today. You're here by divine appointment. God has a plan for your life. God has a purpose for you. Glory to God Glory Glory to God I said glory to God So now people will, will think Well no one can know the will of God Well our Bible calls it the will And testament of our Lord Jesus Christ So if I look at the word of God I should know the will of God I should know that he's not willing that any should perish. I should know that my people perish for lack of knowledge. I should know that you are more than conquerors to Christ which strengthens you. I should know that I will keep him in perfect peace whose heart is stayed on, whose mind is stayed on me. I should know, hallelujah. And when I know, the faith to receive rises up and I receive, and I'm talking about you now. You're not gonna leave the way you came. You, my God, this session will change your life. Go ahead and lift your hands, and like a synchronized army, shout if if you believe those words. hallelujah so there there is none that doeth good no not one for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God does not apply to our Lord and Savior Christ Jesus when he became the man he never lied so the scripture that says God is not a man that he should lie was a word until the man came. Because it's talking about two men. The first Adam. It's talking about the last Adam. Now I don't have time to go into that. But you understand how the. the, Throughout the sacred scriptures. Old covenant. Throughout the old covenant. You can see the elder brother. As a shadow. And then you see the younger brother. Receiving the double portion blessing. That happened in the life of. Jacob and Esau. Isn't that right? And that in, in Ephraim and Manasseh. And you go down the line and you see the, 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 the child of the bondwoman and the child of the free woman. You see the allegories of the fact that there is a type and a shadow season. There is a, a training time when you, when you are taught what's right and what's wrong. And yet the problem is, it's not enough to know what's right and what's wrong. If your nature is wrong. And if our nature is wrong through the fall. There could only be one person. That can lift us from the fall. And he had to do that by laying down his own life. That is guiltless. In order to redeem us from the guilt and the condemnation. And thank God when he did. And he became just as much man. This is a theological term that anyone on planet earth who is a Christian. Will agree with it. Just as much man as if he was not divine or God, and it remained just as much God as if he was not man. So in the area of capacity to lie, Jesus could have lied, but Jesus never lied. In the area of the human capacity to sin, Jesus could have sinned, but Jesus never sinned. Why? Because first of all it's against who he is and who he's come to identify with. Secondly, he qualified himself for you and I to be a high priest that can be touched with the feelings of our weaknesses and our infirmities. And when we go to him in prayer we trade our cares for his comfort and we give away our our sorrows and receive his joy and we lay down anything called defeat and we celebrate the victory because he's become the mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. Never, sinned. Shout, never sin. Shout never sin. Shout never lied. Never lied. And shout never come, short never come short of the glory of God. Of the glory of God. Now I'm going to prove it to you. Why? Because he is the glory of God. He is the express image of his person. He is the glory of God. He is the brightness and the brilliance of his splendor. He is your savior, your redeemer, your rescue, your preservation. Oh, jump up and shout if you believe it. What kind of a Jesus do you want preached to you? What kind, of, what kind of Lord do you want preached to you? You want a little Lord? This is the wrong church. You, you, you want a little Lord? This is the wrong ministry. We don't preach a little Lord because then we would be idolaters. We don't worship a little Lord. We worship the Almighty God, the maker of heaven and earth. The redeemer, the alpha, the omega, the beginning, the end. My God. The all in all. Hallelujah. I'm not upset today. I just want you to get a hold of this truth. Because listen to me. I am in a prophetic mantle right now. And I know beyond the shadow of a doubt. There are Christians populating this planet. We're by the billions. And many of us. And this is sad. I say that because there's going to be a change. When the highest percentage of the family of God relegate salvation and the Savior to historical records. And when you're preached to. Without knowing that the world influenced you. You think I know that already. And you just let it go past you. That's going to change. God will not start all over again. He will move in his house first. He will move in his family. He has not given up on you. He's only begun in your life. This is not the end of the race for you. You're not over the hill. God has a plan for your life. God has a supernatural beginning for you. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. No, no, no. When the Lord is talking, He's talking directly to me. He's talking directly to me. It doesn't matter if I hear a word 10,000 times. The moment the word of the living God stops impacting me, the problem is not with the word, the problem is with me. So I challenge everybody today either to say you have outgrown the Lord or to step in and let the Lord grow you. Jump up to your feet and shout hallelujah. Come on somebody come on shout and magnify the Lord I might lay hands on some people today I don't know but I might not did you catch what I just prophetically said That was inspired word dealing with thought life. It's an inspired word. What happens is, and I I used it using myself as an allegory. I said, if I, if I was going to tell it the way the Lord wanted to tell it, I'd say you. Because I choose not to ever read the word of God or talk to God as if I've got him figured out. But that's a choice I make but I'm sure I haven't perfected it yet because I'm going to grow in the Lord. But when you hear a word that you heard before and you say I heard that word before you're saying I have outgrown the word and yet you're living in the same circumstances of confinement and restriction that you're asking God to take you out of. My God is going to lift you. My God is going to help you. My God is going to wash you. My God is going to use you. My God is going to bless you. I need to stop if there's somebody here that is grateful for the salvation of the Lord. run like you've never run in your life. Somebody, today is your day. Break out of that thing. you're jumping up and down in your office and jumping up and down in your church and jumping up and that's what rejoice means rejoice means jumping up and down and spinning around oh some people don't know some people don't know what the joy of the Lord can do in the life of a person how would you act today if every problem in your life was solved That felt good, didn't it? Now, you, you may be seated for a moment. It's very important. And someone says, well, Dr. Harfusha doesn't take all that. How would you know what it takes? Have you raised up students in every nation under heaven? Have you laid hands on the sick to the tune of over one million people before the 90s were over with? Have you been on 75 nation grounds leading people to the Lord and delivering them? Have you had mentor, um, mentors mentor you and you've mentored mentors all over the place? How would you have you raised the dead in the name of the Lord? Have you opened blind eyes? Have you seen cancer victims that the doctors gave up on receive instant miracles by the power of the God? Have you raised up a family? Have you been married to the same woman for 36 years? If you have not been where we've been, don't tell me what it takes. so someone said well you're bragging on yourself no I'm not I'm bragging on the one that you should be excited about so don't tell me what it takes and what it doesn't take oh magnify the at all times his praise shall continually be in my mouth I will say of the Lord he is my strong tower he is my fortress he is my God in him will I trust glory be to God Hallelujah. He's my shepherd. I shall not want glory be to God. I need to stop. You may be seated. Are you back in Hebrews chapter 2? So, 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 no, we, we quoted a little bit of the principle of Hebrews 11. We talked, we, we, we're going to also notice talking about Christ, this man with one sacrifice um, sanctified forever or, or redeemed forever those that are sanctified and he sat down Remember, waiting till all his enemies be made his footstool. So Christ Jesus is not sitting down till it's time for him to come back. He's sitting down for a particular demonstration. That is initiated by him through the lives of we who believe in him. And uh, um, the Christians... The, the believers. So I'm only taking us to the original stages here in these two verses because it takes too long. But to s- establish a, a precedent. How many of you here would say, doctor, um, man of God, I, I want to find out why I should answer the call of God on my life. How many would would say that with lifting of the hand? How many would you would you how many would like that? Yes. And even if you already have started there, how many would like to see why? Yes. We already know. I think almost every International Miracle Institute graduate, half a, half a million. Um, every FCD, first century disciple. Every alumni and uh, every FCF student, first century faith student, you know that the greatest, most powerful supernatural move of God was poured out on the early church, the disciples. And uh, we as a community took the good news, as a people took the glad tidings, and we could see in the word of God and in the records of truth that are verifiable but most importantly, the sacred scriptures. Miracles, signs and wonders and demonstrations that Jesus is alive and that we have received. Um, uh, we have, we have, we have, come here, come here. Come here, daughter, come here. We'll get, we'll get you somebody to help you real quick. Come here. You need, to, you need to be overcome with the spirit of joy. Lift your hands up and that was easy I didn't think it was going to be that easy come here now keep it be overcome by it because there's some things going to get fixed glory to God So, during those years, and you could go you can actually do your studies and um, beyond the scriptures, of course, the sacred scriptures made their way to us firstly um, as a people of God by the apostles and the disciples and one thing we have to remember is the Lord appeared personally to five hundred at least witnesses after his resurrection, and that's recorded in our sacred scriptures, so the Lord appears. To 500 people, of course, were students of his. So, of course, he delegated to us and instructed us how to carry out the truth of his word. So, when we look at that in scriptures and we see 1st, 2nd, 3rd, and 4th century and beyond, it's illegal to be a Christian. In most of the world, actually, you you could at that time be criminalized and put either in prison or sentenced to death simply because you believe in Jesus Christ of Nazareth and confess that God raised him from the dead. Of course, when you believe that, you did things. And when you did things, they were a blessing. You prayed for people, they got a miracle, the word spread, things happened, they got healed, whatever. How many understand? And you agree with that? So that happened. So the fact that we were commended that it's against Caesar's Gods, or against you know, whatever for us to worship the Lord or not, we can read in the Word of God. The very Pharisees and Sadducees were so offended at, at Peter and John, or, 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 or Petrus and, 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 and John and Johanna, that they, they said, You better stop preaching in that name. I'd like to find out how many of us still believe in the power of the name. Oh, maybe the name was just for the Levant. Maybe it's not for America. Maybe it's a local name. How many believe in the name? How many serve the Lord of the now and in your life? He will bless you. He will help you. He will change you. He will transform you. And he will reform your life. And that's what we believe. And so so the, the apostles responded, whether it is, and they're talking to religious people, religious leaders. That means people well acquainted with the law of Moses, the prophets, as well as every jot and every tittle in the old covenant. So the apostles say to them, whether it is better for us to obey man than God, you judge. And so they were like, well, what do we do with these people? They got too many allies. This thing is catching fire. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And he said, I am he. And they went backwards and fell down as dead. <laughs> should I stop? No. Oh, my goodness. I just, I just grabbed your thought. A couple of people thought you should. It's only because you don't know what's good for you. That's why you weren't sent to yourself. I said that's why you weren't sent to yourself. Many of us love Pastor Christie yeah. and Apostle Dr. Robin, we love you. Yeah. All right, and and um please give me a, a few minutes of grace here today. So so we we see some things. One is we see that the invisible God, the immortal invisible God, through his Expression of his intention and his will brought about material creation known as universes as well as ages cosmos and what? eons so we know that he's a God of intelligent design or creation we also know that his word is not only the word intended to be performed someday but the word carrying the very performance within himself we see that Secondly, we see that he ascended after he won the victory for us. After appearing to over 500 brethren, right? And the 12. And uh, he blessed us. And he bodily ascended. And when he did, he sat down. And it says, from then on, waiting till his enemies be made his footstool. So now, if we read this, and you read it for me, so I'm going to guide you through it. Just verses uh, 3 and 4, I believe, of the second chapter of the epistle to the Hebrews. And it says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Uh, Which at first began to be, is that what it says? Which at first what? What? Stop, look at this it's very clear the inspiration of the Holy Spirit is saying that Christ in public taught a lot and yet a lot of what he taught was in parable form. Does that make sense? And a lot of what he taught was a preview. He needed, he he could not have everybody believe on him and still have somebody willing to betray him and somebody willing to crucify him. How many are glad he didn't choose himself, but he chose you? I'm going to stop till some people get Christianity here. I'm going to stop till, till, till somebody gets Christianity here. And so that's what he did in Gethsemane. They, he said, who are you looking for? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. He said, I am he. And when he said, I am... And they went backwards and fell down and got up with sticks and with sores. They were so disoriented. He said, whom do you seek? They said it again. Jesus of Nazareth. He said, well, I told you I'm I'm he. Now take me and let them go. And they did exactly what he said. Because no man was taking his life. He was laying it down. He was taking it up again. He came after you and me and he got us. He started something in us and He's not going to stop until He finishes us. You're on your way to the high places, to the mountaintop, to the holy place, to the sanctuary, to the cathedral, to the ascension, to the transformation, to the change. You're You're on your way. 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 Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. So he, he be, it began to be spoken by the Lord and watch what it says. Of course when he rose from the dead he appears to the 12, he appears to the 11, he appears to uh, his, his relative James. How many know that? And then he appears chronologically, then he appears to over 500 brothers. This is the Apostles Paul uh, uh, chronological record in uh, his writings to the Corinthians. And he says, and lastly he appeared to me. Remember that? Well, over 500 brethren, he said, most of whom or many of whom are still alive unto this day. So this holy scripture and these holy uh, um, gospels and scriptures are being delivered to the body of Christ. In 10 10 years after the ascension, 15 years after the ascension of Christ. And as as the body of believers, uh, full of God. We're preaching the word of God and declaring the good news. We were a community. And the 500 of us, if you will, were well trained and well uh, qualified by the Lord himself to preach the apostolic doctrine. So it's very important to see this in light of how the Holy Spirit inspired it. It says, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord. How many... How many believe that if the Lord trusted somebody to carry out the continuation of his own vocal preaching. Then he's trusted humanity 2,000 years ago. If if we said yes to him, he will disciple us and then he will trust us. And some of us will make it. And, you know, some of us might choose to betray the Lord or whatever, but that's not you. And that's not what the man of God or the woman of God anywhere on earth will believe for you. You love the Lord? You have desires to serve God? You didn't make up those desires. The Lord gave you that desire. And he gave you the ability to fulfill that desire. And I'm saying to you that your opponent will not prevail against your ally. God called you. God will keep you. God will preserve you. God will sustain you. And God will help you. My God. He will reach you right where you're at. He will reach us in every city. He will reach us in every state. He will reach us in every island. He will reach us in every continent. He'll move right in the middle of circumstances that make it impossible for him the one who can show up in the middle of the house when the doors and windows are shut is still able to show up in the middle of whatever kind of situation that tries to deprive him from access to his own purchased possession should I stop do I have five more minutes? Yes. Okay, look at this, please. I just want to make sure that, the, the, that, that, um, that you're, you're blessed, but I want to make sure that I'm obedient to the, to the Lord and to the word of the Lord. So it says, how shall we escape if we neglect? The word neglect is pay little attention to. Are you listening to me? Or disregard. The original Greek word is disregard, pay little attention to, or overlook. Overlook what? He's talking to Christians, isn't he? He's talking to he- he- Hebrew believers, isn't he? See, see, he's saying, How will we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? Oh, so the salvation is so great that you shouldn't act like, Because you know what you're going to have in your life? and you know what you have in your prayer closet and you know what you're going to say when I say how you doing and it'll always be some kind of an excuse And and you heard everything except what God has to say have you heard that and have you heard this you heard everything except what God has to say I've come to tell you what the Lord has to say he will help you he is with you he will sustain you he will heal you he will supply for you he will deliver you he will save your lost loved ones he is more than enough he's not the God of the sissy he's the God of the champion he's looking for somebody he's willing to allow him to make real men and real women out of us I say that with all due respect to present sissies. There is a good news for you. You're coming out. You're coming out. I said you're coming out. You're not going to be afraid of the opinions of relatives or the hatred of people. You're going to say, I want to please God and I want to serve him and him alone. You're coming out of that thing. Which at first, <laughs> I love you, love you which at first began to be spoken to us what? Lord, and was confirmed unto us by them that heard, heard him. Okay, so right there in the sacred scriptures, it shows that the Lord's own message. Was confirmed by his successors, the disciples. And and it was confirmed to us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness. How? With signs and wonders and miracles. and and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. This is writing, and, and while the writer to the Hebrews is writing, he's making two things, or at least three things perfectly clear. One is what the Lord began to speak, could not be continued in his own vocal public ministry, because he had to deliver it after the resurrection to his disciples. And then the disciples and the apostles who made up a very strong original body of believers began to have a, 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 a multiplication. 3,000 souls were added to us on that first day of supernatural in the Holy Spirit. We brought them into the body of Christ and we began to teach them the truth of the sacred word of God. And then as we ministered, them that heard him, notice that. God also bearing them witness with signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will the original language said the Lord collaborated their witness by joining in or moving in on their speech and backing it up with the signs and the wonders And if the Lord would do that for the first century people he will do that for the 21st century people jump up to your feet and thank the lord thank the lord jump up and thank the lord lift your hands up and pray in your heavenly language lord we know that you have given us the sultanship, the dominion, the kingship, and the royal rule. That in your name we will stand on the invisible evil powers of darkness. And we will take authority over demons and devils and evil and and, and hatred. And we will overcome evil with good. I bless your body, the church. Every person that even has a hearing ear and a desirous heart to follow you I bless them today I declare every burden cast by the wayside let all your cares be cast on him today is a new day for you you have an appointment hallelujah and I want you to shout this I believe believe. in the name of the Lord according to the sacred scriptures which cannot lie, that the Lord is waiting for his enemies to be made his footstool. I believe with all of my being that what Christ Jesus is our Lord and Savior began to preach, He continued and perpetuated through the mouths and in the lives of those that heard him. And I believe that God moved in and bore witness to their testimony with signs and wonders and miracles and gifts of the Holy Ghost according to his own will. I believe that it's God's will for his people for me for us to be victorious and be in victory and I believe it is his will for his enemies to be made his footstool so I believe that my speech and my preaching and my prayer and my praise and my witness and my song God will move in on that and bear witness with that with signs and wonders and miracles that knock down my enemies and win my victory I won in Christ 2000 years ago and today Christ wins in me if you believe that let the greatest shout of praise ascend up to heaven thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouch Ministries podcast join us on our other podcast Miracles Today connect with us at GlobalRevival.com and we'll see you next week